Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and transformational guide. <sighs> this is the first recording of the new year of 2019. And I've had an inspiration to share with you what feels like an invitation I'm receiving, and it, it may be something that resonates with you. And it is an invitation to create your life for more of a space of spaciousness and grace, to create your life and your circumstances from love as opposed to tension or fear. And I'll tell you a little bit about how I've been receiving this call, and perhaps it will resonate for you as well. So as my year came to an end, I had a number of things that I was engaged in and wrapping up in terms of my business some programs that I was completing and something new that I was beginning. And so we'll just suffice to say that I had a lot of details and a lot of to-dos, and they were all on top of the regular holiday uh, things that we all engage in, whether it's the social activities, the shopping, the uh, cards, the, the decorating, you name it, just all, all those pieces. And I could feel both this deep yearning to go with the energy of the earth and the season and to rest deeply as well as this fervor or this inner panic or this vibration of tension about getting it all done, getting it all completed. And so I was caught in that push-pull. Perhaps you can relate. And I was clicking along, being pretty efficient, getting quite a bit done, and doing my best to continue with my practice and staying connected to myself and tuned in. But apparently it was not quite sufficient because I had been lingering with I don't know if it was a virus, allergies, what it was, but uh, something was kind of bringing me down. And right around the solstice, I, I made it through the completion of my six-month program, did a big day of ceremony and ritual, 
And the next day, I had nothing, and I, I, was, I was sick, and I was immobilized in a way that I have not been immobilized in a very long time. And my husband and I had plans to attend a friend's Christmas party that night, and, and it was clear that what I most needed was a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of just laying in the bed and resting and uh, giving myself some spaciousness. And so that, that is what I did. And through the Christmas holiday, each day I could do about one thing, maybe two, and, and then that would be it. And I would need to rest. And one of the things I had scheduled for myself was to take 48 hours at the beach with a mentor of mine to do a silent retreat with a small group. And I wasn't even sure on Christmas if I was going to be able to, to do that, if I was going to have the energy to drive down there and the wherewithal. But as it turned out, I had given myself the rest and the space, and so I did. And so I have to tell you, I went to the beach, and the luxury of being in the quiet while also in community and being with the ocean and the stillness, and we were doing both meditative practices and body-based practices. It was so deeply, deeply nourishing. And it really refilled me and, I would say, aligned me in a way that I needed for the coming year. But as I returned home, there were, as I said, all these things on my to-do list, specifically one big thing that I've been working on for the last few months related to the new program that I have created and community that I have birthed. Uh, one significant piece that I have not been able to bring to completion yet because it is a multi-step process. It's something that's new to me, so it's taking time. And anyway, so I returned home and, and that was kind of sitting on my sitting on my plate waiting for me. And again, I could feel, even though I had deeply resourced and open to this place of spaciousness, in a way, the tension was even all that more intense because I had taken, I don't know, a good eight or nine days where I had done essentially nothing uh, related to these tasks that felt urgent to me. And so I knew that I was being called to approach this in a different way, that it was not a sustainable model to be operating out of anxiety, stress, pushing, that sense of urgency. And I could feel 
my higher self and that place of inner wisdom continually calling me back to, you know, how can there be more ease or grace in this experience? How can you release and let go just a little bit more of the tension? How can you open to that space, that spaciousness that's enveloping you and not rush in or not react, but really respond? How can you take action from an aligned place, from an inspired place, and not from a place of fear or panic? So I'm here to tell you I'm still living into that one because this morning I woke up late, which on the one hand was great because my body is still continuing to need additional rest and I hadn't set the alarm. So I let myself wake up naturally, but it was a good two and a half hours later than I would have expected to be up. And so there was that panic of it's not going to get done. It's, it's not going to get done on time that sets in and that takes over. And I, I don't know if you ever have any version of this where you just feel driven out of a place of fear or anxiety re related to whatever it may be whether it's something you're trying to achieve, create, accomplish, or just a sense of tension around how things in your mind need to be or should be. <sighs> so deep breath. Let's pause and take a deep breath. So I got the message loud and clear as I came together with some sisters as a part of my new membership group where we would be taking some space to work on projects. And what came through so loud and clear was that we can create, we can achieve, we can work, we can be of service, from a place of spaciousness and grace. We can get things done. We can build big, beautiful visions and creations, bring them to life from a place of spaciousness and grace and ease. And so, my dear, that is what I am passing on to you today. Just that reminder, that reminder that you can create your life and all aspects of your life from a place of love. It doesn't need to be from fear or tension or conquering. And that's not to say that you don't get to have boundaries or limits or look at aspects of life and say, nope, I'm done with that. I am complete or no, you are not welcome in my life. But it does not have to be from 
what I can feel in my own body when I'm in that frantic, tense place where there is this, there is a slight overlay of aggression. And whether it's the most subtle or the most pronounced, which we also have seen and will continue to see in our lives and in the world these days, that when I can pause and take a breath and step back and even consider, like, how do I want to create this day, this moment, this interaction, this encounter, to pause, to consider, to tune in to your higher self, your inner wisdom, your heart space. See, how do I want to approach my life or this situation? That you get to have choice about that, that you can invite in flow and ease and grace in any moment. So as I'm saying that, I'm hearing our next door neighbors, they've got three leaf blowers going on at the exact same time and they're they are like buzzing around like little <laughs> little gnats. And as I was preparing to start this recording, I heard them and I was feeling so frustrated and annoyed and, and I could feel the reminder and the invitation to both feel affected by it, but to not resist it or not fight it. And I, and I think that that is part of this equation. We are going to be affected by life and the world around us. The leaf blowers are going to come at times and hassle our, hassle our peace of mind, but they can be an invitation to breathe and allow yourself to be affected by life. And maybe those leaf blowers bring anger, maybe they bring tears, maybe they bring a sense of powerlessness or feeling out of control, or maybe they bring an invitation to bless those people over there blowing the leaves at the neighbor's house, or an invitation to look deeper, like what is this thing that feels like a hassle to me or a pain in the butt inviting me to recognize and how can I create my life from a space of love in response to that? Oh, goodness. So practices that we can use that can help us open to that as always, tried and true, we can use the power of our breath. Just pausing and noticing the breath, not needing to change it or intensify it in any way, but just connecting with our breath, which is that reminder that we are spirit having a human experience, that we are 
in between all the atoms of our bodies, there is that spaciousness, there is that flow within us and within our being and that we can reconnect to that. Also, something that can be really helpful for us to use is just orienting to the here and now. And how do we do that? Again, pausing helps. But just pausing and taking a moment to look around your environment and to recognize and to name five things that you can see. And if you can look out the window or you're outside even better because orienting to the natural world connects us with a whole different rhythm. It reconnects us to our own natural rhythm and to that rhythm of spaciousness. And a final practice that I find useful is to actually engage in something creative, whether it is drawing, painting, coloring, cooking, singing, anything that opens us to flow, that opens us to that timeless space. And why is that so important and why is that so critical? So here's what I'm learning. This is, this is hot off the presses. Or here's what I'm remembering actually is that when we seed things, when we seed the creation of our life from that more spacious, grace-filled place of love, it allows us to deeply root in the resources that are always available to us, but that we sometimes forget that we can lay the groundwork from that place of spaciousness and grace. And then when we need to produce or to take action or to achieve, we can do it from that place of deep inner resource or deep resource in the grace, that matrix of grace that is holding us all the time. So really, that's what this is about. That's what this invitation is. It's the invitation to say, hey, guess what? There is so much more available within you and around you to support you in your creation of life, your creation of this moment, your creation of this interaction. Pause, enter the spaciousness, enter the grace to open to that, to find a way to open to that. So that is the call, beloved. That is what is coming through that wants to be expressed. So that is my deep prayer for you in 2019, that as this year unfolds, as your life unfolds, that you create from that place of deep inner resource, from that sense of being loved and supported by a beautiful matrix of grace that is holding you.
and that you find the ways to open to that in each day, in each moment, so that you can meet all that life brings you from that state. If you would like to join me in practicing that monthly, I will be gathering women for a new moon circle each new moon. You can go to newmooncircle.com for more information. And if you're interested in learning how to create your life's work from this state of deep being, spaciousness, and grace, you can contact me through the website revolutionaryheart.com and I'll be happy to send you all the details for my new membership program, Birth Your Wisdom and Prosper. As we close, I'm sending you my love and the reminder, as Hafiz said, to always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.